You are listening to the Teleperformance Podcast on Spotify. Well, welcome everyone to the latest edition of Black at TP Podcast. I get to be your surprise host today. I'm Michael Archangel um, with the CS Division, and I have the opportunity to speak to Alan Winters today, not just about Black at TP, but as many of you are aware, or may be new to be aware of, all the ERGs that are emerging at Teleperformance, basically celebrating our diversity as a global community to make impactful change in all of our cultures. And we really wanted to take some time to talk to Alan about what is the vision of those ERGs and how do we how do we make them not only powerful in the workplace, but how do we make them meaningful um, outside of the workplace? How do we take the efforts that we do every day here at Teleperformance and drive meaningful change in the communities that we all live in? So I'm very excited to talk to Alan today um, and very excited to be the host. So special thanks to Monir Scott and Dr. Bell for inviting me to Black ITP's podcast. And without further ado, uh, yeah, I'm looking forward to speaking to Alan. Thanks for joining us. Sure, um, I'm glad to be here today. My name is Alan Winters. I am the Chief People Officer and Chief Diversity Officer for Teleperformance. I've been with the company now a little over 10 years. Um, and basically, I'm responsible for all of human resources, diversity, equity, inclusion, learning and development, and a few other activities. But I'm very happy to be here today. I love it. Well, those of you who work with me know that I like to just jump right in, <laughs> just get to the grid of it all. Um, you know, when we talk about the employee resource groups and we we know that it can get sensitive very quickly, right? It's a it's a fine line depending on which group you're in and which region you're in. I know, especially with TP Pride, right, there are there are certain regions globally that our message just can't reach um, for reasons outside of teleperformance. But I think it begins to sort of paint the picture or really create pause. How can we empower the ERGs to use their voice as a platform of education and support without blurring the lines? How we drive value or make it real is ensuring that the ERG group is a legitimate group within the company. And then based on that voice or whatever the reason for the platform for the for the ERG is to give them a voice and give them the ability to express whatever the issue or concern is. And then we take action. That's actually how we empower it, because we add value to the reality of why the ERG was created. We give a voice to that and we make it real. And, and by doing that, provides that platform of legitimacy within the company of whatever, you know, whatever the, the re issue is like LGBTQ or black at TP or TP women or whatever the, whatever the, the, the basis uh, of the ERG is. And, and it's to make it real for the people that are a part of that group. It's a powerful message. Alan, how do you think we can bridge the gap between DEI goals in the local regions and those of the overall DEI board so that everyone's sort of on the same page? Yeah, another good question. And I think it's important to take a step back and look at where we are in our DEI journey and really 
Diversity, equity, inclusion has been part of TP for a very long time, but we really formalized it over the past couple of years. Um, and why it's important to understand that journey is that I don't really look at it as a gap between global and regional. What I really think about it, how I think about it is that we have a we have global objectives in terms of what we want diversity, equity, inclusion to look like at TP. And because we're a global company, we operate in almost 90 countries, we have to look at what does that mean at a country or regional level, and then ensure that whatever that mean, that meaning is aligns with where directionally or strategically we want to go as a company. And so that's really where the hard work is. And frankly, that's part of what my role is to, to help align that and uh, and help drive the improvement or change both globally and locally. And how do you think that we can align those DNI boards and employee engagement teams to ensure that we are gaining the participation at all levels of the organization? Sort of like the no troop left behind. Uh, how do we how do we make sure that we're including everyone? Yeah. Um, participation is another very interesting word with a lot of a lot of meaning. And what I mean by that is that, first of all, there's low part participation. I would ask if if that ERG or whatever the topic is, is of is of real meaning to our employees, it, because we have to make sure that whatever ERG group we have, it bubbles up from the bottom up, not the top down. I'm not the person that should say I want X, Y and Z ERGs. Right. The whole point behind this program is to understand from our people what's meaningful and important to them. What alignment or group would they like to be involved in? You know, we all spend a lot of time at work and we call TP our TP family. And part of being a family is being able to express your views or align to a certain group that's meaningful. And that is meaningful at a local community level. Right. So. If we do that, we should have high participation. Now, the other part of that is communication, and we have to overtly. Here's how you can get involved from the onboarding session of every new person, regardless of your role in the company, to understand what DEI is or what ERG groups are out there, um, all the way through the employee journey, so that everyone knows what's there and they. People can join or do whatever they would choose to do, which is meaningful for them. And there's a distinct divide between human resources and DEI initiatives, right? It's not the same as just going to your local HR um, to ask for the support and guidance. And I think a lot of people would wonder how do we how do we bring HR and DEI initiatives together and rally the support with each other to align the key goals there? Yeah, you know. Um, that's that's um, uh, interesting insight. Since I have responsibility for HR or global people and D and I, um, I, I would say that's now an opportunity for me because uh, I, I I do not want our HR teams and our DE and I teams or activities to be disconnected. They have to be really intimately connected together. So if the perception out there is that they're not aligned or if you go to HR and they don't understand what the what the ERG groups are or how do I get involved or 
that's an opportunity for us and we'll take that and, and work on that because uh, our the 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 first line of questions should go from whoever is asking the question to the local HR team and they should be intimately involved and understand exactly what the programs are what the process is to join or if there is not an ERG that's meaningful to the group of of employees how do we create one what's that process how how do you how do you say hey this is where what i think is missing and I, and i think we should develop an ERG around whatever that topic is so that's something i'll take back and work on with the team to make sure there is no disconnect and it's a seamless seamless process you even took the next question I had as far as what is the process for those listening? And they're like, I think an ERG could be created for X, Y, and Z. Like, um, you know, if somebody has that thought and they feel that they're in a community that's that's not represented at this time, where does it where does it start for them? How yeah, do they and, bring and, that forward? And I'll go back to the where we are in our journey. And, and I would say that the ERG creation process is not as well defined as it needs to be. And that's something that Monier and I will be working on early, early this year. Having said that, the way I would think about this is that if you think about our global strategy and what we want to accomplish from a DE&I perspective, which is employee voice through ERGs, as one example, we also can't have 10,000 ERGs because it waters down the the, the message and what we're trying to get get accomplished. So. If somebody has an idea of something's missing, I think they can submit that up through Monir and I will review that and take that to the DE&I global board and discuss and, and, and whether it makes sense or not. And if it does, great. If not, we'll talk about why or what else, how maybe we need to shift shift that idea. But if you think about the basis behind an employee resource group is something meaningful to a large set of employees in a circle in a certain country or region if it's a one-off one or two people again that waters it down there's not there's no voice there it's hard to manage etc so we really want to make sure that whatever ergs are out there are truly meaningful and have impact to our employees it's great insight. The communities in which we we work and live yeah, and I mean, there's probably a lot of folks listening today that that are like, wait, ERGs, employee resource group. How how many are already out there? How how do I become part of it? And for for those folks asking those questions, or maybe this is new news for them, um, you know, what's sort of the vision on how we are best going to reach our front lines on the ERGs that are in existence today, and how they can obviously be part of those uh, if they can identify as part of the community. Yeah, and I would actually include this in a greater communication message from the People Ops team. Um, and so there will be this year a uh, a monthly and a quarterly newsletter and update on all people operations activities, one of which is DEI and ERGs. So there will be an ongoing update. Here are the recognized ERGs. Here's the calendar of events. Here's how you can get involved, et cetera. And that will be communicated on a regular basis and as i mentioned a little bit ago it's key to integrate that into our onboarding process so when any new employee comes and joins the company you know normally everyone goes through a one or two day tp onboarding process within that process should be the eni section here's the ergs here's how you can get involved etc and that way everyone understands from day one what the process is and 
how they if they want to align with with one of those excuse me ERG ERG groups how do you join who's the leader what's happening in my country how can I get involved I love it it's great feedback for the group Alan and can you share a little bit I know you mentioned if somebody would elect you know or identify that there's an ERG that may need to be brought up to the board sort of whenever you would identify that, Alan, and you take that to the board, what's sort of the deciding and the approving process to the launch of a new ERG? Yeah, for me, it's really gonna come down to, um, does it align with our goals? Is it gonna be something meaningful to a large number uh, of, of employees? Um, and again, that's critical because again, we don't want to water down the 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 effect or the value that the ERGs can have if we have way too many with a small, small, small group. Having said that, I think it's important that we also understand if you think about the number of countries we operate in and the cultures, and Danielle loves to use this, which I, I actually agree with the United Cultures of Teleperformance. We have multiple, many, many, many cultures within our company and within in each country. And so the ERG has to be meaningful to that culture or to that community and to that environment. So that's another yardstick that we'll use to measure whether, whether an ERG will be recognized and approved because we have to be sensitive to that. So it can't just be one or two pieces of, a, of how you decide, it's what is meaningful in that environment or in that country or in that culture to that set of employees. That's awesome. Thank you, Alan. And Alan, as we go into 2023, um, where do you see the RGs by the end of this year? Uh, well, I would, um, that's a good question. Let me let me restate that. If I if we're gonna if we are successful, I think we would have um, high participation rates in whatever the ERG activities are, well communicated process and calendar of events, so people can participate if they choose to, and and that the, and that's executive participation as well, which is another another metric of success. So not only are are people within the country participating, folks like me and others, are, are we participating as well? That, which means, do we know what's happening? What are the calendar events and, and what, what do we wanna participate in? Um, and I also think, um, and, and Monir and I talked about this um, earlier, is how do we, you know, if you look at what we do to survey our people today, and we have multiple surveys, whether it's sentiment, real-time, moment of truth, ESAC, great place to work, et cetera. We need to make sure that we're asking our people, uh, is the DEI program and the ERG program meaningful for them? And if not, why? What else can we do to make that meaningful? And I think that needs to be an integral part of our uh, employee listening process. So we're continually asking, is it working or is it not? And then taking actions, right? And, th and that is, I think we do a little bit of that today. We need to do a lot more of that listening and asking to make sure we're not missing something and make sure it's real for people. And that will be happening this year. Powerful messages. And I think, I mean, just folks like me, um, so I've been out for 
for over 20 years. We'll say that. <laughs> over 20 years now. It's it's such a relief just to bring my whole self to work. And if I feel that way, I'm just like everyone else. I'm sure they feel that way too, regardless of the ERG they belong to or the ERGs that they belong to. So I think that's a powerful goal for 2023. And if we were going to fast forward in time to 2028, five years from now, um, and we've solidified and we've created these global communities and we have so much contact with the global audience, where do you see the ERGs then? Yeah, um, you said something pretty powerful just about 30 seconds ago, and that is the uh, being yourself or uh, another way to say it, being your authentic self. So if I had to say what my overall strategy would be or goal over the next five years, it would be for everybody to be able to come to work and be their authentic self. I've been out for 17 years and I feel like I can be my authentic self at, at, at TP without any concern or worry. And uh, now we're talking LGBTQ, but you could say out to any what whatever out means to any individual person, they be able to come to work and be their be themselves. And you, know, you can only really contribute a hundred percent if you're your authentic self. Right now, coming out for whatever the reason is or whatever the, the topic is, is a personal journey and you can't force that. So we have to be extremely sensitive to that as well. Our goal or my goal is to create an environment that allows people to do whatever that out is for them, right? In a safe environment, comfortable, no, nothing negative comes comes around about around that. And that's a big ask. That's a huge challenge for a global company with lots of cultures. But if if I had to say what would my goal be over the next five years or so or earlier, that would be it. Because that really is the definition of diversity and inclusion. Yeah, it's a powerful statement. And if you can empower somebody to feel to feel comfortable and confident with just being in their own skin, I don't I don't know more of a noble cause, not just for work, but I mean, what greater thing is there? I would just say this though, and, and I always get stuck on the empowerment word, like I said at the beginning. My job is to create a culture and an environment so people can be empowered themselves. I can't empower you by the by the mere fact of me empowering you. I'm taking that power away. Right. So I have to create an environment and a culture that allows people to do whatever they want to do. And that's their own empowerment. I'm not doing that. I'm just creating the environment. It's a great message. Well, Alan, is there anything else that you would like to global TP team to know about the ERGs or anything in particular that you just want to reiterate as we as we wrap up today's session? Yeah, I, I would just say I want everyone to really understand that the company is 100% committed to DE&I and the ERG groups. And, and I will just be very transparent. We talk about this. I update the executive committee every month in the management committee meetings on our DE&I activity and update in progress. It goes all the way up to Danielle Julian. Last, last month, I was in our annual board seminar. I updated the entire board of directors on our DE&I activity. So it gets the highest visibility in the company, 100% commitment. We have a lot of work to do. 
and, and it's a it's a journey, not there's not a destination, right? I just want that message to be out. This is really important to the company, and, and every single executive is committed to to driving change and improvement. Thanks, Alan. What a powerful message for the group. I really enjoyed our conversation today. I would definitely want to thank um, Black at TP for the platform and the conversation. Alan, I'm probably going to steal you for TP Pride podcast. <laughs> put my own plug Be in happy there. To. <laughs> but I really enjoyed the discussion today, and I just want to thank everyone. Hope everyone has a great day. Let's have the fantastic Thanks. year. I enjoyed it as well. Happy New Year to everybody. What about you? How did you like it? Go ahead and share this podcast. See you later. Teleperformance on Spotify. Feel the connection.